welcome into the podcast closet. You're listening to episode 32 of CCP, the Caleb and Kathy podcast, also known as Creative Crazy Perspective. Mm. Deep. Mm-hmm. All right, so this week, I didn't write down any cleanup. I don't think we've any particular things we want to talk about at the top of the episode. I should have discussed this in pre-show, but it just came to me. I don't have any cleanup. We're clean, people. We're clean. Uh, so this week we're talking about the movie and sort of the book because you read the book. Mm-hmm. Where'd you go, Bernadette? By mm-hmm. Maria Semple, mm-hmm. the author of the book. I'm not sure who the director is. You had that down, though, right? Richard Linklater. Oh right, right. Yes, I, I knew that because at the end I was like, "Wow, this is a Linklater movie." Yeah. I should have looked up his other movies because there's a lot I, of movies. I, Did you write yes, down some? I wrote wow. down some of my favorites. Uh, you're just on top of things. I, I, I know. I I saw that and I was like, I didn't know he directed that. We'll get into that later. Or do you want to just talk about it now? That's fine. Sorry. What do I do? <laughs> it's okay. your decision. All right. Richard Linklater is one of my favorite directors. He directed Boyhood, the Before Midnight series. I'm not sure what that is. Is that oh, a television show? Or? No, 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 no. It's three movies. Is that the ones with Ethan Hawke they filmed like 10 years yes. apart or whatever? Yeah. Is it 10 years apart? I think they like filmed them. There's definitely time between them. And School like, of it Rock. It was like the precursor to Boyhood, you know? Yeah. And School of Rock. A, a classic. Yeah. And he's done other ones, too, like Days and Confuse, uh, which that, I yeah, still one. need to see, um, and other movies as well. But those are, those are three really good movies that I... And now this one. He's good. He's a good director. Mm-hmm. Were there any of his usual suspects in this? Um, Billy Kudrup has been in. And he's the guy who plays, uh... LG. So his name is Elgin? Why? What? His name is actually Elgin. I think Billy... I was confused by that. Actually, I'm not sure if Billy has. Okay. So, no. There was no Ethan Hawke or Jack Black or... Or what's the woman's name from Boyhood? I think she's, uh, Arquette. Yeah. What's her first name? Patricia, I think. Patricia Arquette. I think she's been in a few of his. Anyways. So, <laughs> off on a tangent there. So Richard Linklater was the director, Maria Semple the author. Um, yes, and she was also like a producer, an executive producer. So I feel like that's typically the case, right? Yeah, I mean, I feel like there are some authors that don't want to be involved. Yeah, but I'm glad she was because it was pretty true to the book. Okay, so on that note, do you want to do that first, or just talk about the movie first, and then you can get into your like differences after? Okay, let's just talk about the movie. Okay. So, we kind of alluded to some of the cast already. Go ahead and hit us with the main okay. uh, cast of characters. Here are all the, pe- all the people that deserve mentions. We got Bernadette, played by Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett, if you're not aware, is an incredible <laughs> actress. It's the first time I'm hearing it. I actually, I don't think I've seen many. I think she's in, like, the Lord of the Rings movies as, like, an elf. Blue Ivy? Uh, or, or Blue... Oh, that's Beyonce. Blue, <laughs> Blue Jasmine. Sorry. But I, I think besides the Lord of the Rings movies, I don't think I've actually seen any of her I stuff. I feel but like she was you've very... seen, like, there have been things that she's been in and you just don't remember her being in Pro- them. Probably. Yeah, but, yeah, I'd like to see more of her stuff. She was very good in this. She's incredible. Okay. Then um, Billy Kudrup, who I really like, played LG. 
Uh, the girl I never heard of. And again, we're not sure if his name is Elgin or is that short for something? It seems like an odd name. I think. Yeah. Well, I in think the book, Elgin do you remember? Is, I think that's his full name. It's but Elgin. Okay. I think so, but she calls him LG, so that's what I. Okay, then we have um, Emma Nelson plays B. So her name is just B. No. I was confused by that as well. No. No, 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 no. Remember? Oh, it was like it was Bali after that. Krishna or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. And they. They thought that was her name, so they called her B. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Bernadette and LG have a daughter named B. Okay. Then um, Audrey, their neighbor, is played by Chris- Kristen Wiig. All hail. And then Audrey's bestie, Sue Lin, and LG's secretary is played by Zoe or Zoe Chow. Probably yeah. Zoe. And then there was a guest appearance from Dr- Judy Greer. Of course, um, she's in everything. So. Yeah. And she played the um, psychologist, Dr. Kurtz. Those are the people I felt were worth mentioning. And then, did you want to mention the other character that didn't have an actor? Should I mention this now? <laughs> oh, okay. I just wrote a note about it. So, okay. Well, now it seems silly because everyone's like, what is it? We need to know. So, Bernadette has this like personal online assistant named who she has named Manjula and she like she has named Manjula that I, wasn't the I thought it was like an Indian service or something so like that was the person's name but later on they were they were confused by what her, the name was well they said it was fake cuz spoilers right. it, yeah it was like a a russian yeah uh like Ponzi scheme or something. Yeah, but I don't to know. Steal identities. Okay, so Manjula. And she would like dictate um, emails to Manjula to get her to basically live her life for her. But I thought this was the best part of the movie because it was, it was so like accurate to how it was done in the book. Like you could just re- like spot on. It was just perfect. What, the way she was dictating and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so do you want to say what the movie's about? Uh, Basic plot. Yeah, so Bernadette is the main character, the titular character. Mm-hmm. Um, so she used to be an architect, but then something went wrong in her past, which they, they talk about later, and mm-hmm. obviously spoilers going ahead. And kind of, the movie's kind of spoiled... Uh, some of the surprise as well. and we'll, Which I'll we'll get, get to. We'll, you'll yeah. get to that. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, she used to be an architect, but then something went wrong. So, she hasn't done architect. Sure. <laughs> she hasn't done architecting. Architecture for, like, 20 years. Um, and, like you said, she's using this manjula to, like, do all the stuff for her. And she's kind of, like, depressed and stuff. There's and a lot going on. Yeah. She... Uh, just sank most of her life into B, and then some stuff happens that I don't I don't know should we go into or I guess we can. I don't... Um. Well, those are some of the funny parts, so I think we should. Okay. Like the sign. Yeah. So she, Kristen Wiggs' character Audrey is her neighbor, and she really doesn't get along with her because she's like that uptight kind of stereotypical uptight mom, stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. Um. And she, and she doesn't, like, do all the, like, 
extra extracurriculars at the mm-hmm. school and stuff so they don't get along and she's feuding with her and the wall collapses and all that and she puts up a sign and she's always fighting with them and then um her husband lg thinks and kind of rightfully so in my opinion like that she's gone off the deep end a bit and needs some help. Yeah, he's worried about her. Yeah, so he sets up like an intervention. Uh, the FBI guy is there and informs him that Manjula isn't real. It's like, like I said, some Russian like Ponzi scheme to steal identities. So crazy. Um, so they so they surprise her with this intervention thing, and then she slips out of the bathroom and runs away, and then runs away to. Um, Antarctica. Antarctica, which was alluded to at the very beginning of the movie, which I think they could have done without the opening scene of... I know you said you'd get into it later, but it just kind of fits now. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you can talk about the differences in the book. Uh, so the opening scene is her like kayaking in like this Arctic area. I mean, you don't mm-hmm. know it's Antarctica, but it's, there's like glaciers and mm-hmm. stuff. And then the next scene is them like in the kitchen talking about like B wants to go to Antarctica because she. So it's like you could have just done that and said, like, why do you have to, like, show for sure she was already there? Yeah. Because you can kind of figure it out by the context clues of, like, them talking about they wanted to go to Antarctica and then she runs away and, oh, she has the vest and stuff. Mm hmm. I mean, it it wasn't going to be, like, that big a surprise in my mind. But from reading the book, it's probably a little different, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so, were you so, doing, okay. so, I guess, sorry to wrap it up. She goes to Antarctica. Uh, B and Elgin, LG, follow her there. Because they think she's there. They don't know for sure. And then she's, like, going to all these places she shouldn't be and gets in with this, like, uh, research team. And then uh, she gets permission to design the new uh, South Pole Research Center. And then they show that at the end. Do you think that's, like, real? Like, I'm assuming, right? Looks like they built a real thing. Like, Yeah, I don't did know. Did they get a new research center at the South Pole and they filmed it? <laughs> I and guess. used that? I guess. It did def- definitely looked real. Yeah. Oh, and that was kind of my other... The Antarctica shots were really pretty. Do you think they were actually there for the shots? Or? I'm not sure. Or if it was, like... I mean, some stuff you could tell was, like, green screen. Like, when they're on the boats... And, like, you can see out the door or the windows. Like, that looked green screened. But, like, when they're actually, like, out in the water and stuff. I... But did it have to be in Antarctica? That's Couldn't true. that have been I mean, in, like, Alaska? I don't know if there's glaciers in Alaska. Oh. But maybe they see Montana? I don't know. Montana? Where's the ocean in Montana? There's a Glacier National Park. There is? Yeah. There's, so, like, on a lake or something? My grandparents are going there. They're all excited. Uh, well, we'll have to ask Nanny and Pop Pop about that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much the the plot of the movie. You want to get into some differences? Okay. Uh, so, from the book, like you said, it was pretty faithful, but I know you had some qualms. Yeah, I would say the only thing was that the book was more of a mystery as to where where Bernadette went. Yeah, the name of the book. Yeah. Um, it didn't allude to Antarctica in the beginning, besides the fact that B wanted to go there. But it was just like, 
you know, a couple pages of them talking about that. So by the time she actually runs away, is it that type of thing? I don't know. I haven't read the book, sorry. There's, there's more, like... Because she's ordering the stuff throughout, so there's that too, I guess. Like, ordering the stuff for the trip. Yeah, but they're all... It's supposed to be, like, a family trip. They're all supposed to go together. Yeah. And so, after the intervention, you don't think that she just goes to Antarctica. Yeah. That's not the first thought you have. You think she just, like, runs away somewhere. So, it, it's not until Audrey tells mm-hmm. B, um, it gives her all this stuff that... I don't even know if it was that. She just gives her all this stuff that Bernadette's been writing. I, I think it's like a... If I, it's been a little while since I read the book, but like some kind of like letters and stuff. Gotcha. Um, and and then B puts it together. Um, but it... Yeah. It just was different in that regard. There was more of a mystery. And I, I probably should have looked at this before. <laughs> To double check, but I don't remember her designing a building when she's down there. I don't designing the the South yeah, Pole. Yeah, I don't know if that they actually, added that. I, yeah, I don't know if that actually. Okay, we'll have happened. to check on that. I think it was just um, she so, was able to like get out of her comfort zone and kind of find herself again. Gotcha. Yeah. Did she say she was going to start working again at least though? Maybe or no. She might have alluded to that, but I don't remember. But there remember. was no, like, big final project thing. That yeah. was a little Hollywood. I don't remember that happening. Okay. That's... Interesting. Yeah. Um, but the book is told a lot in, um, like, her emails to Manjula. Sulin and Audrey email back and forth. It's mainly Sulin sending stuff. And, oh, what Audrey said is... About, like, what's happening at the office. Yeah. Sulin is the... I forget the the title. Administrative yeah. yeah, that type of thing for uh, LG. Oh, Microsoft. oh my God! I just thought of something else. Does he not work at Microsoft? No, no, no. He does. He does. <laughs> That's all the same. He and Sulin kiss. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a little betrayal. So, Bernadette's feelings were not uh, off base. Yeah. 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 Wow. Uh, who initiates the kiss? Said. Said kiss. They might have even been more than a kiss. Whoa. I think they have a night together. Holy cow. They cut that out. They want to make LG there's, seem more there's perfect, I guess. Def- there's definitely something between them in the book that I just remembered. Um, uh, and then I it has. Why they cut that out? Yeah, I don't know. Time, I guess? Uh, they had Audrey's, like, letters to prospective parents or like just you know how she talks about oh you didn't read my emails yeah like they have the emails in the book and then they also it also goes from b's perspective too like some of it's just like normal book format but then it has that stuff so it's not just like bernadette's first person the whole time yeah gotcha interesting yeah um i'm trying to think if there are any other i mean there's just more there's more details, but that's to be what expected. What inspired you to read this book? So, it had been on my, like, to-read list for a long time. Oh, like, right, and then we saw the trailer or something. And I'm then sorry. I found out that it was becoming a movie, and I'm like, all right, you got to get on this guy. <laughs> so it has been I out for a while. Mentioned... It's not, like, a super new book, but not a uh, long time, right? Still, like, the... four or five years? Yeah. Okay. Um, I remember I was watching an episode of Jane the Virgin, mm-hmm. and she... Um, 
like interrupt some lady's book club and they're all reading Where'd You Go, Bernadette? <laughs> and she's like, I read that book. It's really good. I was like, oh, Jane is recommending a book to me? Now I have to read it. Yeah. So there, there's been mentions of the book in the air. <laughs> it's been in... in yeah, because I knew it wasn't part of like culture. Reese's book club, so I didn't know what to discover. I read other books. I, I know. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's a really good book. I highly recommend it, but I was actually quite satisfied with the movie. Probably because Kate Blanchett did such an amazing job. She really captured what I would picture Bernadette to be like. Yeah, I, I think she did a really good job. Maybe she'll be nominated for something. I don't no. know about this. I mean, she's she's won Oscars in the past. I'm just saying. It's, it's not Oscar bait type of movie. I don't. It's not sad so. enough. Right. Although, there are moments in the movie and in the book where you really are like concerned for Bernadette. Oh, for sure. Like when she's ordering that medicine, you're like, "What are you doing?" You know. Remember the, the where she goes to the pharmacy the, and yeah like, the seasick medicine yeah and then she's just like sleeping that that all happened <laughs> and they like walk by and see her yeah that all happened in the book girl get it together struggling out here yeah but I think it, both the book and the movie really show that she is a good mom and cares a lot for yeah her daughter and that LG needs to step it up. So the I, I guess we've gotten into all the other spoilers. So the thing that like got her out of the architecture world was like she built this. Uh, it was called like the twenty mile house, right? Mm-hmm. So like all the materials came from yeah. within twenty miles of the of the uh, building. But she got into a feud with this celebrity. So guy. she finished it and then sold it to a buyer, but they didn't know who it was, and it was him. And then he demolished the house and. And put up a parking a lot, basically. So, yeah. So I can see how that'd be discouraging if somebody destroyed your art that yeah. you worked on for so long. And yeah. yeah. So then they moved to Seattle and they bought this home that she was supposed to upkeep. So that kind of goes into my last note that I had. The architecture was really pretty in this. I mean, yeah. obviously, like it should yeah. be. But I thought it was like really creative, like not your stereotypical architecture that you would see. Like, the stuff she was doing, like, the there's, like, uh, one scene with, like, a chair that had, like, armrests made out of books that were, like, stacked together. Yeah. And, like, the stuff she had, like, on the staircase, like, mm. yarn stuff yeah. going on. And well, then the bifocal to, wall. Yes. And that was all from the book as well. I, I'm sure it was. But I'm just saying, like, she's supposed to be this, like, really innovative and creative person. Um, and so they... They were true to that, and yeah, I know. I'm like that stuff is amazing. Also, Seattle made it seem Seattle cool. I still need to go. I know. Need to go to Seattle. The library looked really pretty. That yeah, such a pretty library. Um. So yeah, that's about all I had. Final thoughts, or did you have any other thoughts before final thoughts on the movie? I just thought it was a like all around great cast, story, director. I'm glad the author was involved and it was very true to the book. Um, that always makes me happy when it's not like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. 
They change I feel so like much. Sometimes when that happens, I like. I feel like it's usually like they they leave a lot out of the book that yeah. was in the book is what happens when they. Yeah, the there movie. were some things where I was like, in my mind, I was kind of like ticking off. Okay, like when is she gonna have they the, hit the big points? Yeah, the run-in of Audrey. When is when is the sign gonna? You know, like yeah. I was waiting for all that stuff, and like basically it all happened. Just not the Sulin LG thing, yeah. basically. Yeah. And then they added in that opening scene, but. It's about it, it seems like, from I mean, there a, were a other things. There were other things to happen. I mean, they can't get everything, yeah, in, obviously. But. but it was true. So it gets my stamp of approval. Hey. That was me stamping okay. the movie. Um, <laughs> so from my perspective, not reading, not reading, not have... You haven't read? Having read the book. Jesus. <laughs> um... I, I would also say it was really good, like we talked about, because Kate Blanchett did really well. Yeah. Uh, the shots of Antarctica was really beautiful. Richard Linklater, I think, did a really good job. He's so good. Uh, Kristen Wiig was also a really fun. I love Funny her. character. Playing kind of a different character, I feel like she usually plays in the movies, like, the goofy, not having her life together type of character. Mm. Would you disagree? But. I know it, she can play that, like, on SNL, like. No, I Straight feel. Lace. I feel like she. I don't know. I'm not saying she can't play it. I'm just haven't seen her play that. Character. I guess it was. It could have been more over the top. So you're saying. No. I, I just a know. different character. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> kind of agree. Kind of not. Okay. So from my perspective of not having read the book, I think it's still worth seeing. I, th- I think it was a good movie. Yeah. Glad I saw it. So. I guess, if you have read the book or have not, we would both recommend seeing it, right? Yes. But you should read the book. Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> just got just got a stare for that one. I'm sorry I didn't read the book. I would never recommend someone see a movie without reading the book. Now, if you do it accidentally, it's happened to me as well. But if you know it's a book, you should at least attempt. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I could stand by that, but... Books are always better. True, but you only have so much time in the world. Mm. If you're going to read every book, I mean, don't see as many movies, I guess. That's that's a sound philosophy. All right. Ready to move into our next section? Yes, please. The Book Nook. Um, For The Book Nook, I would... Well, it goes without saying that I want you all to read Where'd You Go, Bernadette? Um, I am still reading The Nickel Boys. I am enjoying it more, though. Okay. And I hope that I can have it done by next week. We'll see. I have been busy. This week was very stressful. I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah. Still reading. Still chugging along on The Nickel Boys. No other articles or anything like that to shout out? I just had an article I was... I don't have time! Can you let the audience know that that was not genuine? (laughs) Yeah, those were fake tears. What do you have to recommend? Uh, I am also still grinding away on my book, Circe. Um, But I read an article yesterday... uh, based on a tweet hey twitter you know it's good for something so somebody retweeted an article it was called um paging big brother by 
and it was written by David Streitfeld of the New York Times. Mm-hmm. Out of the San Francisco office, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was about counterfeit books. So, like, really meta here, you know, because it's still about books. About counterfeit books being sold on Amazon. Okay. Give me an example. So it specifically, ironically, focused on George Orwell and, okay. in 1984. Yeah. Of how... So... Uh, George Orwell's works are protected in America under copyright, mm-hmm. but in other countries like India, mm-hmm. they're uh, what's public domain. domain. That's the word I'm looking for. Yes, so they're allowed apparently to like well allowed. I don't think George Orwell's estate approves of it, but according to the Indian government, mm-hmm. they're allowed to like. Change, change it? it i guess kind of type of thing so they're like yeah they're putting out like copies that are different like they'll have like sentences changed or like words omitted. that is so ironic right because it's 1984 yeah i mean and it talked about all of george orwell's books but specifically 1984 because like wow. that's exactly what he was talking about in the book you know for those who haven't read 1984 of big brother changing things and mm-hmm. that's why it's called paging big brother the article Mm. Um, so yeah, it just talks about how, and then people get these copies and they're telling Amazon, Hey, this is like not the right thing. Mm. Some people getting things that are like one example in there was like somebody clearly going through and scanning for like IV and it was putting in chapter four anywhere it was mentioned IV because it was like the Roman numeral four. So, like, a guy had a screenshot of a book, and it said, it had, like, a sentence, and the word universally was there, so it said, UN, chapter four, verse, (laughs) ursally, because that's, in universally, there's an IV, so Mm. it inserted that into the middle of the thing, yeah, and then they'll have... What's the point of that? Huh? What's the point of that? Why'd they do that? Uh, Well, they're using, like, some bad technology to, like, either translate or print the text or something that's causing an error it wasn't intentional in that case but Mm. and then there will be like notes at the beginning of some of the books like the author didn't intend for this stuff and this it's like you don't know what the author intended (laughs) like they're adding this in after Mm. the fact so how is amazon responding to this and yeah so people are reaching out to amazon like these are counterfeit copies and and apparently uh, they've been sued in the past. Who? Amazon. Mm. Uh, for something else. But they won that lawsuit against like some big publishers. Uh, but they're hoping that this can maybe give them another leg to try to sue them for selling these counterfeit books. Amazon just claims, well, you can just go to the return thing or like and say something's wrong with my product and we'll refund you your money or whatever. But that's not really solving the issues and... They'll, they'll shut down some of these sellers, but the problem, the the thing is, is just, yeah, kind of like the overall picture of the 1984 future of, like, nothing is, like, factual anymore, because, like, people are literally changing the words that this author wrote down and intended to be this way. Um, and they're not typically changing major plot points or anything like that going that far but it's a slippery slope you know and that's how it starts yeah um yeah so just 
kind of eye-opening that that was happening. So yeah, like I said, if anybody wants to read it, I don't believe it's behind the paywall because I didn't have to pay to read it. It is Paging Big Brother, and then there was like a subtitle. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm sure if you just Google that and David Streitfeld of the New York Times, and you can read it. It's a pretty short article, but a uh, fascinating read I found. Okay. And that is my book nook for the week. Fabulous. All right, so what are we going to be doing next week, Kath? Next week we're going to be talking about the TV, or the Netflix show um, Mindhunter. Yes, specifically season two. I mean, I'm sure we'll touch on some season one stuff in there, but mm -hmm. yes, specifically season two. So, if you haven't watched it, I mean, you have a week. You can do it, but we'll we'll try not to give every spoiler. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess, do you want to give, like, a little what it's about? So, it's these FBI agents and a psychologist who are interviewing serial killers. Interviewing what? Serial killers. Well, they're not called that yet. Oh, this is uh, taking... multiple murderers. Yeah, so it's kind of like how they came up with the term serial killers and uh, kind of developing patterns to look for to find out if somebody uh, exhibits the patterns of a serial killer type of thing. And they go to the, the prisons and interview these people like mm. Ed Kemper, they're... Charlie Manson. Charlie Manson this season. Earl uh, Wayne. Okay. I'm uh, just trying to remember their names. I think his name is like Elmer Wayne Harris or something. Oh, I got the Wayne part. Yep. Um, Son of Sam. So some famous serial killers. And the people they get to play them are spot on lookalikes. It's scary. Anyways, we can get into that more next week when we're talking about that season. Yeah. I guess we should also mention that it's loosely based on a book right there's a a book that is solicited. i think the actual overall story of them uh interviewing these serial killers and developing techniques to say what what makes a serial killer type of thing is part mm -hmm. of the book we have it i haven't read it yet but um but i don't think the main characters i think they are fictional holden and uh bill tench mm-hmm but they are very interesting characters. Mm -hmm. We can talk more about that next week. Yeah. So that's what we're doing next week. We really love it. Hope you watch and tune in next week. Yeah. Okay. Don't forget to hug your loved ones. And go out and vote. It's yeah. almost November. Yeah. Oh, um, thank you so much for <laughs> listening. See you next Sunday.